Now, Encountering Hope. Did you know your wisdom can change with time and experience? You see, wisdom, simply defined, is the right application of knowledge. That wisdom, however, is often subject to feelings, emotions, traditions, and social norms. As those elements are constantly changing, by definition, so is human wisdom. Knowledge, of course, is ever-growing and expanding, but wisdom, the application of that knowledge, is still bound by human sinfulness and human limitations. In contrast, God's wisdom is perfect and never-changing. His revealed Word is saturated in such wisdom. His providence displays it. But until we see it, until God opens our hearts to His wisdom, we will foolishly trust in our own wisdom, a wisdom subject to sinful human desires. That's why when a person lays aside human wisdom and seeks to follow hard after Christ, it can only be to the praise of God. He is the one who brings about that transition by faith. Yura shares a perfect example of such a change. He's an SGA-supported missionary in Israel and tells of one man who at first strongly trusted in his own wisdom. Surin is a Jewish man from Bukhara. He has lived all his life in religious traditions, going faithfully to the synagogue and trying to observe all rites and holidays. He works as a bus driver and was very often driving Christians who would come on tours for holy places. He would never understand why so many people were coming from different countries, spending a fortune to see Israel. When he heard that the visitors were Christians, he would always proudly say that Christianity was not for him, that he was Jewish and had another God. One day during a city tour, one sister named Olga witnessed to him about Christ Jesus as the Messiah of Israel, and they struck up a conversation. Next time they met, Surin asked her to tell him more about Christ, and as Olga shared her faith in the gospel of Christ, Surin realized that he needed salvation and accepted the gospel and was baptized. Surin was convinced of his own wisdom until he experienced God's wisdom. He learned of the grace of Christ rather than an endless stream of human wisdom and works. Confronted with his own sin and the greatness of God's grace, he believed in Jesus. Then, hungering for that wisdom, Surin only wanted to know Jesus more deeply and to serve him. After baptism, he married Olga, and they are a family now. They became part of our missionary team. Surin is a good evangelist who unceasingly preaches the gospel to his family and friends and to all Jewish people, affirming to them that Jesus is the Christ. His relatives disowned him and even held a funeral for him. But his mother, having heard Surin's testimony, received Jesus before her death. Now he studies in the Bible school at Israel College of the Bible. He is interested in the Word of God, wanting to learn from the scriptures how to evangelize the Jewish people. We pray for Surin to become a good minister in the cause of spreading the kingdom of God in Israel. Once Surin's eyes were open, he hungered for God's Word. Day after day, in the face of pressure from family and others, 
he could only proclaim Christ and point them to the Word of God. For in his infinite wisdom, God sent forth his Son, that salvation would be found in him alone. Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. Romans 10, verse 1. Paul's greatest persecution was from unregenerate Jews. They viewed him as a spiritual enemy and blasphemer. They justified their acts of persecution based on their belief that he was undermining Jewish religious traditions. Paul's ministry was directed primarily toward the Gentiles. This also infuriated the unregenerate Jews, but he always began his ministry in a new city by going to the Jewish synagogue. Any Jewish person willing to repent and confess Jesus as Lord became part of the church in those cities. But the result, almost every time, was the intense persecution stirred up by the lost children of Jacob. That was part of the background when Paul wrote his statement in today's verse. His heart's desire and prayer to God was that his fellow countrymen would repent and be saved. This demonstrates the work of God's grace in the soul of one truly born again. Paul was able to look beyond his persecution at the hands of the unbelieving Jews and eagerly desired their salvation. It's only by God's grace transforming our hearts, minds, thoughts, and affections that we're able to pray for those who persecute us, to love those who do evil toward us and consider us their enemies. That's Surin's experience even today. It's a living testimony of God's gracious work in his heart. He once was a lost Jewish man who viewed his Judaism as superior. He thought he believed in the one true God until one day when a follower of Jesus Christ, the Jewish Messiah, began sharing the good news. It was then that Surin started to consider the claims of Christ. God, by his grace, was working in Surin to put him on the path to repentance. He followed that path toward God and discovered faith in Christ Jesus. The believer, Olga, who shared the gospel with Surin, would eventually share his name by becoming his wife. Olga's desire was to proclaim Christ among the Jewish people, and Surin was one of them. The gospel, being the power of God unto salvation, penetrated his mind and heart. Surin repented and believed. Having trusted Christ as his Savior, he now, like Paul, has a heart desire and prayer that his people be saved. He faithfully and passionately proclaims Christ among his Jewish brethren. We rejoice in this wonderful testimony. We praise God for what he's doing among his chosen people. Thank you for praying for God's SGA-supported servants in Israel. They are faithfully and zealously proclaiming Christ despite opposition and great cost. Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.